Jai Sadama, everyone. This is Sadvi Sadali Shri here with my spiritual teacher and guru, Acharya Shri Yogesh, for the 24th episode of Acharya Shri's podcast. Acharya Shri is a respected, enlightened one who has helped thousands of souls progress on their spiritual path and totally transform. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and click on the bell so you're notified when we post again. Welcome to all of our new listeners, and thank you for tuning in. Matem Vanami Acharya Shri. And congratulations on the release of your new book, Fasting, uh, The Path of Transformation and Liberation. What inspired you to write this new book? There are few things, but uh, people have a lot of misconception about fasting. So that was the most thing inspired me to clear all those things. Most of people, Western countries, they fast for the only reason either lose uh, their weight or uh, to have little clarity, they think, or their mind get clear. Um, but they don't uh, fast for the spiritual region. They fast only uh, physical region. And the fasting, since I think the history we know, so it is done only for the spiritual region. And spiritual region, it has side effect. Side effect, it will affect your body too. It will be a, a side benefit of the body, mind, thoughts. So like uh, in our Indian culture, uh, most of people, they are familiar with vrata. Vrata is a vow that I am not going to eat today. There are many kinds of there. Most of Hindus, they fast during the day, they eat in the evening. Many other kind of, they fast maybe whole day and they break fast in the morning. But most of them in the culture, either they demand something for it. They like uh, if you go to the temple, church, you pray and you demand from the God. Something give to me. That's what in India they're doing. Mostly fastings are done by the ladies or girls. They do a lot of uh, Fridays fasting, but they want a best husband. It means demand. They do fasting. It maybe helps them a little physically. But where there is a demand, there is nothing else you can achieve by fasting. Right? And uh, this, these are the misconceptions. Not to do for the demand. But they demand all the time. All vratas in India, most of it, they are demanding. They are not doing for the right reason. Right there's, reason. There's an expectation. Expectation more. Mm -hmm. But right reason is no expectation. When there is no expectation, the fasting, fasting begins to burn something. 
What did burn? Your infection in the body, your blockages, they will burn it. Whatever you, it is, uh, uh, something you are not feeling comfortable in the body. That's what we call it fasting tapa. Tapa means fire. It began to burn. But where there is expectation, it doesn't mean that you left the food. Your focus is expectation. And not necessarily it will be you going to achieve it because you are selfish kind of doing it for the purpose. Many people, they fast. Oh, I am going to fast. Oh, my son is in the prison if he can be out. They do. Maybe little benefit physically, but not the really. And they do sometimes two days, three days, I am going to fast till he is not coming out. Expectation. Fasting not supposed to be done for expectation at all. Fasting is a very different thing. We call it upavas. Upavas is when you are close to your soul. You don't, for, uh, you don't remember anything that time, no food, not even your body. You are engaged somewhere in meditation or in the prayer or in devotion or something you are in total silence. The time passes, you don't even realize 24 hours gone. That is fasting. That fasting doesn't have any expectation, no demand. When no expectation, no demand, it begins to burn your karma and your sickness will go away. Why? Because it is a machinery, big machinery, human body. It needs a rest. If you don't give any machinery rest, it is going to overheat it. And it is going to create a lot of trouble, a lot of difficulties, a lot of problems into your system. Because you are using too much. Give rest. I am still very happy people rest a little bit at night. They sleep. What about they don't sleep? You know, going to happen this war? It will be in like chaotic world. Mm-hmm. At least they rest, little rest, not to eat while they are sleeping. But people, they say, oh, you were dreaming, we were having dessert in the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Means they are too much attached to the food. They cannot do it. It's very difficult. Misconception is a very bad not to do for the any expectation, no demand. That's I'm going to tell you first thing. Second thing I am going to mention to you, do fasting, even do intermittent fasting. It helps, helps your bodies, of course, but it will help your more your soul. Your soul which is roaming into the dark since maybe infinity or since centuries, wants to wake up. But many things on the way, karma. Karma is suffering, karma is a pain, karma is illusion, karma is a hallucination, karma is like ignorance, karma is wherever people feel anger, jealousy, hate. 
violence, negative. This is all things we put in one word, karma. Is a dark cloud, curtain, blockage. Name it. So the fasting supposed to do burn your all karma. And when karma is burned, your soul begins to wake up. I wanted to do the real thing. That's what I wrote this book because many doctors, they have written books. Even what is in their book, that is not the real purpose for the fasting. And misconceptions are a lot of. Like if somebody is doing longer fasting, they cannot drink water, a gallon of water in the day. No. It will hurt your muscles. I wanted to clear this misconception that drink water as your body needs. If you are not thirsty, don't drink it. If you are thirsty, drink it. Right? Go according to your body. If body needs it. And many people get sick if they drink too much water. That is another misconception created by doctors. Because doctors, they may be not experienced. They never went through the long fasting month. Maybe they did one day. <laughs> one day doesn't come. Long fasting will count that how your body will feel. So you cannot blindly follow those people. Otherwise you're going to hurt your body. And you are you are fasting. And you are hurting. That is a misconception. The best thing is uh, the fasting is a fire. It can begin to burn all your infections, all your disease, all your sickness. But it it will take longer. If somebody has a disease, a very old disease kind of, it might take longer. Like one guy, he came, he has a headache all the time, continue. He did 32 days water fast and he said, my headache left maybe 5, 10% more. So he went, keep going, keep going, 38, he did. And his headache totally clear. Why? Because you give rest and it's a fire and tapa, fire, and it begins to burn all kind of sickness, disease in the body. Clear all the channels. That's what I wanted to tell. Fasting you do for the right purpose. Right purpose is you will grow into spiritually very high if you do for the right purpose. You will burn all of your karma. Hmm? What I appreciate about your book is, you know, not only do, do you cover the history of fasting, why it was done for spiritual reasons, uh, but again, you also cover the health benefits, the mental benefits, the emotional benefits. And for spiritual seekers, the biggest benefit is for spiritual growth. And you detail how certain types of fasting, certain restrictions on fasting um, can help someone grow higher, how much specifically, how much karma is burned. And what's great in your book is that you also detail uh, even recipes, how to safely break the fast. Because too often on YouTube, other podcasts, they'll say like, hey, you have to break your fast with 
uh, fruit or watermelon. And we know as um, people who run an ashram what happens when people um, cannot tolerate breaking the fast on watermelon. It damages their system. But because they're so stubborn, because they read something on the internet and they don't follow the right advice, they hurt their body versus help their body. So um, I really appreciate you going into full detail because I've known you for many, many years and you've talked about fasting, but I'm so grateful Sadvi Anubuti was inspired to, you know, work with you in um, addressing a lot of topics surrounding fasting because maybe a fasting book can cover one aspect, but you cover all dimensions and mostly focused on spirituality. Yeah, most of them I focus in on, on spirituality mm-hmm. because that is the main purpose. If you grow spiritually, you will know who you are. Otherwise, you will roam around into the dark for all of your life. And this life will be wasted. It is better, it is a precious life, you use it. Use it for the right reason. So the best thing is, like you mentioned, people break their fast wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like if it, you are doing two or three, you can break with the watermelon. It doesn't affect much. But if you're doing long fasting, eight days, ten days, or one month, if you do, system is totally slapped totally slow down, closed off. And watermelon is a cold nature. Then it it is already sleeping, it will be more freezing, kind of. You cannot break that. That's what I mentioned, how to break. And how to start even fasting. Mm -hmm. If you want to have long fasting, you have to clear your body, you have to cleanse your body before you start long fasting. That's what you need to read that book. Very important. Right? Then you're never going to encounter a lot of problems while you are long fasting. right? And the, the more fast you do, I think your hunger finishes. Time comes and you want to really go in deep meditative state. The advice um, you also, like you, you mentioned, like you can even prepare your body how to fast. Um, People have this idea that there's only one type of body and they don't understand why they can only fast for a short period amount of time where someone else can fast for a long time. So you even break down why certain bodies fast a certain way, how we can't compare ourselves to other people. And you also teach those who can only fast for a short period of amount of time how to start safely practicing to extend that. Mm-hmm. Um it's, I mean, it's magnificent. I mean, I've read it several times um, as part of the editing process, and I always keep learning more and more. It's, um, again, it just, it holds so much information that's helpful really to the truth seeker. And it's interesting because you even talk about religions, how even in religions, there's fasting in different religions, but people don't take it to the spiritual aspect, which is the final goal of liberation, right? Mm. That's what we put the name, transformation and liberation. Fasting, what is the result? Transformation and liberation. What is liberation? From the karma. Who should read this book? 
like who is this book best suited for? Best uh, reader for this book will be who are seeking the truth. Truth seeker people. I advise them read this book because if you are truth seeker, you will not going to get lost somewhere. Because we try to open all the avenues in book, all these question answers, whatever we can do it. So if you read, if you are really truth seeker, and you will be very peaceful, you will do this practice. Fasting is maybe not a practice, but it happens. Long fasting. I suggest to everyone once in the life if you can do some kind of long fasting. Eight days, ten days, whatever they can do, then they go through a lot of experience, physically, mentally, emotionally, all everything begin to clear. Like I mentioned, medical point of view, microbiome. Mm-hmm. If they are less than, like, almost five pound, less than, your life is in danger. You have to keep that much. But if they are not a good one, then fasting bees have a lot of problem. They have to have a good microbiome. So this way, they help you to be healthy. And healthy body can grow spiritually very quickly. A sick body cannot grow spiritually. That's what fasting takes you out of sickness. When... Sickness is gone, and your spiritual growth be very simple. <laughs> <laughs> it it helps you also overcome addiction. Right? Oh yeah, of course. You know that that's what in my addiction workshop I teach. Mm-hmm. Biggest addiction is not wine, smoking, drug, or mushroom, or hashish, or whatever they do. No, that is not the biggest addiction. Or watching porno. No, it's not a biggest addiction. Biggest addiction is a food. If somebody can drop the food, they can do everything else. And that is very difficult to drop it. Whoever do it, they are very brave people. In your opinion, we as spiritual practitioners, we know of meditation, yogas, yoga, the chakra system, and so forth, but we don't hear about fasting as a spiritual practice. Why is that? Yeah, because it is very difficult practice. But if you read uh, Hindu culture, Hindu Rishi Munis, they used to have it. They, they say they used to fast thousands of years, according to them, mm-hmm. right? So it means there are fasting for the spiritual growth and they were burning their karma. Their goal was to get Keval Gnan, mm-hmm. like enlightenment. And uh, uh, in Hindu holy books sometimes they say, oh, the one saint, he fasted 84,000 years. <laughs> 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 means there are. System is there, but like we do, we didn't take for ourselves right way. We did wrong way. Their fasting was purpose was to attain the absolute knowledge, Kevalgnan. But 
what they are doing, right? They're having expectation. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, give me a good husband. All the girls fast on Friday in India. But at least they do something, right? They clear their body a little bit. The, the boys, I never saw them. They are fasting for the good wife. <laughs> Maybe they're fasting for something else. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows, right? <laughs> well, thank you, Acharya Sri. Um, again, congratulations. And um, extending um, also congratulations to Sadhvi Anubhuti on helping create this book and spending the time with you to really dive deep into fasting. And if anyone that's tuning into this podcast or watching on YouTube, you can order your copy at thefastingbook.com. That's thefastingbook.com. And order your copy. Acharya Sri is able to uh, autograph it for you and write you a special note of inspiration for your fasting journey. Acharya Sri, do you have anything else to add? Well, I can add only that uh, this book is uh, done by, really by hard work editing and this and that. You did a lot of other students did a lot of other things. But Anbhuti, Sadhvi Anbhuti, she did a lot of work on it. And it opened her up more, her soul. And uh, she began to understand what is the purpose really. Because when you are one-on-one, you ask question, really affects you inspire you to do something, right? So I suggest everybody that this is a marvelous book. It's not that because I wrote it. It is because it uh, uh, clears a lot of misconception about fasting and it will give you, even you do little fasting, how big result is. Spiritual growth. You will be shocked. So I suggest everyone to Go through this book. It's a, not a, just a 10 pages. Maybe it's 280 some pages. And it will bring you a lot of knowledge how to fast right way. My blessing, all of you, to you goes, because if you read this book, I think you will find that, oh, even we are truth seeker, but we are not doing the right thing yet. Hmm. That's what I can suggest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Acharya Sri and Matan Vandami. And again, if you'd like to order your copy, please visit thefastingbook.com. And thank you all for tuning in to Acharya Sri's podcast today. Please be sure to subscribe to his podcast on iTunes and YouTube, as well as follow Acharya Sri on social media via Facebook and Instagram. This way you continue to receive guidance for your spiritual journey. Jai Siddhartha. Jai Siddhartha.